BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Final hour. Today's program. Win some, lose some coming up in 15 minutes. We'll recap out of the line moves, big upsets from the weekend that was. And Michael Lombardi at the bottom of the hour. We've got to ask him about how active he thinks the trade deadline is going to be in the NFL this year. It's uh, a week from tomorrow on Halloween. Let's hope, Polly. Yes. It's a very boring league at the deadline. Teams are so scared to do something. You could have, I mean, real, realistically speaking here, you could have close to 10 teams who could, who could sell parts this year. A lot of bad teams at the bottom. We say it every year, I get that, but why not? Yep, yep. Hopefully there's a fire sale in Tennessee and some big names are uh, on the move. And certainly it's, uh, we'd like to think it's wide open. Yeah, you did not like that team coming into the year. That's one of the reasons why you were betting against them. Mm-hmm. You thought they could sell by the deadline. Uh, I thought the Raiders were going to be a total disaster, and they are. They're worse than I thought. I have no idea how they have three wins, but that's a team that should put Devontae Adams out there and see what they could get in return. Um, and by the way, I could not have been more wrong in his former team. I have the Packers win total over seven and a half. I have them to make the playoffs, and I have them a little bit to win the division. Dead wrong about that team. Could could not be more wrong on a team if I tried. They are lousy. They are legitimately one of the worst teams in football. Jordan Love cannot play, and I'm pretty sure Matt LaFleur is a pretty bad football coach as well. Oh, yes. Because I want to know what coaches are going... You strip away the Hall of Famers, then we'll see what kind of a coach you are. Now we're really seeing this. And by the way, I asked several people yesterday, as they could not score again in the first half, I'm like, explain to me, what is your answer on this? How can a team be this bad to begin the first 30 minutes of every single football game? And by the way, now this is with 
extended rest against the Raiders and the Broncos back-to-back weeks. Correct. And every single person said, it's simple, it's coaching. So they come out, they can't score, they can't move the football, and it takes until after halftime for them to get going. That's the answer. It's that simple. And so now they're going to have to run it back and re- they're going to have to seriously rethink what they're going to do in the draft this year. That's going to be wild about how many teams you didn't think, well, do we need a quarterback? Now we maybe need a quarterback and what we're going to do. And the class is so good. And the other thing, the, the first touchdown shouldn't have been a touchdown. As Steratoy pointed out, it should have been an interception because he, he established uh, two feet down before Dobbs did. And he said that the official, I will give these guys credit. And that's a big problem that you have in this league. McCauley, Steratoy, your problem is when you ask them what they think happened and then say, yeah, they got the call wrong. Right. So that just shows you that these guys are total buffoons and bozos well, out there. That, that fuels the fire. Doing. And I'm glad. Yeah. And I'm glad that McCauley calls them out and just, you know, like the roughing the passer and some of the other stuff, too. But that's, yeah, Steratore said they blew that as well with that call. But you're right. It's it's the Raiders and it's Denver and you can't move the ball against the Broncos and the issues in the first half. Game after game, week after week. Oh, by the way, they had no business beating the Saints. Yep. And they were down 17-0 in that game. By the way, this is not hyperbole. This is a fact based on numbers. Through six weeks before yesterday, the Denver Broncos had, in many key stat categories, they had the worst defense in the history of football. That defense was shutting out the Packers at halftime. That's all you need to know. Yep. Couldn't move the football. Yep. Couldn't put anything on the board. Well, I'm Uh, glad our friends in Denver... Uh, got a win, though. I mean, that was the Broncos won. They led at halftime. Hmm. They had 10 straight losses with a halftime lead. It was the longest in NFL history. Looked How like can they, that be? Looked like they were going to blow it again. Yes, it did. Yep. So yes, it I, did. I'm looking at updated dated numbers right now. And again, a thing to keep in mind here, things change, right? Every bet is a new bet. This Bills team is not the same team that we talked about three weeks ago or maybe a month ago yeah. when they were close to being fully healthy and they did not lose guys like White or Milano on the defense yet or others, by the way. And the offense looked really, really good. This team is it's a 180 from what we saw just a month ago. They are now this morning at DraftKings plus 140 to miss the playoffs. They're four and three. Can you envision a scenario where Buffalo misses the playoffs sure. this year? Absolutely. They've been awful. I don't know where that team is that blew out Miami. And on the flip side, I have to dial things down with the Dolphins. You played two good teams. You've been blown out. Yeah. Your, your, your five wins are against teams that are combined 8-25. and 25. There you go. So, so having said all of that about those two teams then, the Jets today, just to make the playoffs, are plus 310. Well, you know what I'm going to say. I know you stand I, on Zach Wilson, but yeah. you have to con- consider here the Bills are in bad shape, and they are decimated on defense. Mm-hmm. And Miami, when they play good teams, I mean – not exactly getting 500 yards of offense per game. I'm all I'm all in if I have an average quarterback. I just have the worst guy in the league. That's the killer. But there's certainly a case to be made, maybe for some other long shots and what's going to happen around the AFC. I mean, the AFC North is stacked. I don't know who's coming out of there. You know, could we get another, could we get two from the South? And we know what's going to happen in the West. And certainly the Chargers appear like they're going to miss the playoffs as well. Yeah, it looks like we have so one team coming out of the West. Yeah. I mean, honestly, in the North, you could have four teams make it. You could have every team make it in the North. That prop was available before yeah. the season started. It was only like 12 to 1, which I thought should have been a lot higher. Right, me you're, too. You're right, yes. Two. Yeah. Uh, I did bet recently, I bet the Texans at 4 to 1 to win their division. They had the bye week. There's a path. They're, they're playing good football. Yep. But uh, you, you're actually higher than the Jags and I am. But I, I totally agree with you. Like the stretch of football that they're playing right now, 
pretty impressive. They have no bye week here, and now they have to play, and they have extra rest here, but they're favored by two points this week against Pittsburgh. Like, if they win that game and improve to 6-2, and two, maybe they are a player this year. Maybe this is it. And they haven't even played great football yet. Mm-hmm. But can they get the two seed? Or can they even get the one? That that's, uh, could are be they, difficult, mm-hmm. but that's then again, uh, Kansas City might get the one and just run through everybody. I mean, they figure to beat Denver again. Then you go to Germany and play the Dolphins. Dolphins uh, blown out by Buffalo and Philadelphia. So Chiefs win that game. And then you're looking like, here we go again. Yeah. This guy's going to host the game six years in a row. And they just think, oh, Kansas City's offense out of 400 yards. Kelsey, a buck 70. No problem. I Defense feel, plays well again. Yeah, I feel like Mahomes honestly could have had 500 or more yards passing yesterday. If I, needed I, to, I, yeah. I feel like, yeah, if well. needed to, I felt like they really could have pushed for that many. Mm-hmm. But they never got pushed by Herbert in the second half. Yeah. So yeah, I think they probably missed the playoffs, the Chargers. I think we get one team out of, out of that division. That's it. Uh, but that North, though, is at this point, you have to say it's easily the best division in all of football. Again, they're on a combined winning streak here of eight games, all four teams combined. So just to be fair, it's all two-game winning streaks for these teams. But the Browns, that's a wild outcome yesterday to be in a high-scoring shootout like that. And I mean, to win both these games now essentially without Deshaun Watson, are we going to see this guy moving forward? Is it going to be, can the guy play at all? Well, we'll find out today if he uh, made it worse. He didn't know after the game. He was asked that he make it worse, but he, he comes right in and then, then gets hurt immediately and after throwing the interception. So the whole bizarre last three weeks of will he, won't he, why isn't he out there? And now he comes back and then he immediately gets hurt and they give up 38 points and win the game with P.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. So now they go to Seattle and, you know, just when we're saying they're the 85 Bears, they can't stop Minshew. Now they go take on another turnover-prone quarterback in Geno, yep. which that should have been – an easy win for him, but they gave the ball away three times. And uh, defense was great. Lights out in the second half against Arizona. So I want to like the Seattle team, but Gino continues to be a mess. But that's another intriguing game. But looking at the schedule, yeah, I, I don't know. But that certainly, it's the worst contract in sports. All of it guaranteed. No doubt. And no the guys doubt. missed more than half the games. Yep. If you have the Browns remaining week nine survivor, is that don't even hesitate? Use them at home against the Cardinals? If it's if it's 100% Watson, yeah. I don't. I have to look at the whole schedule, but if it's going to be 100% Watson, yes. I'll give you the updated numbers in the AFC yeah. North. Uh, the Ravens are plus 115 to win that division. The Browns are 3-1, to one, the Steelers are 4-1, to one, and the Bengals are at plus 475. Bengals off the bye. They get San oh, Francisco. Yeah, tough game. Well, I would say. I know. The Steelers thing can't. This can't continue. There's no way it can continue. It's smoke and mirrors. You can't keep doing this. Relying on the other team to give you points and turn it over that might continue but pulling a rabbit out of the come on that's not gonna they had again at one point yesterday the yards when they flashed it on the screen it was like three something for the rams and basically a hundred for the steelers they did nothing on offense well how can tomlin allow this to go on though i mean everyone knows what the problem is and then it's just like every single game they come out and they can't move the ball and the fans are living they want canada gone and it's the same crap you know what it'll be it's going to be an old school approach to that we're winning games. We're four and two. Record doesn't lie. Well, I, I'd say that it probably does a little bit. Well, now it's kind of like the delusional Jet fans. Hey, we're going. Well, you were plus four in the turnover battle, and and Elliott, a reliable kicker, misses a chippy too. So needed a miracle to come back and win that game. And 
you know, just yeah, this this smoke and mirrors job can't continue. I, get, I do I do think I am interested in the Atlanta story because it, they should be an under machine, but you just see how many weapons they have, and if Ritter doesn't turn it over, or if they get good quarterback play. Well, that keep. I mean, I, well, I still don't all, think they're good, but you look, my God, the schedule's so easy. They should win 10 on accident. It's so easy coming up. They should have scored how many points yesterday? Please. Pushing 30? I mean, oh, he, what, what is that now? Is that five turnovers inside the 10 the last two weeks? I think it's four. In, yeah, four. Or at the one? The, yeah, ahead. right around there. I mean, the snapped, the fumbled snap was inside, what, the five yesterday? And then the goal line fumble as well, where it was punched out when he thought he was in, no problem. Those are, I mean, you're taking touchdowns off the board at that point. Well, London, yeah, London fumbles at the one and Ritter is walking in for a touchdown. He, he gives up on the play. He coasts and starts to celebrate and Winfield punches it out. The number one seed odds in the uh-huh. AFC. What would you need to bet the Chiefs right now to be the one seed? I don't need much. Oh, I think it's going to happen. It's even money. It, was, are you really? Yeah. Wow. Dolphins are plus 350. Here's one to watch. The huh. Ra- Ravens are six to one. I don't know if they can overtake the Chiefs or not, but... Yeah, there's so many tough games that they have coming up. In the NFC, the Niners are plus 120, Eagles plus 175. Eagles have losses coming up, though. That schedule is so yes. difficult. and that's why last night was so important. And the Lions are plus 550 after getting yeah. just, I mean, taken out in the backyard and just punched in the face repeatedly in that first half yesterday. Paulie's going to recap the entire weekend. A lot of line moves, a lot of upsets and win some, lose some next year and follow the money. It's Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton, is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, going to win. Not the Big East tournament? They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Cre- Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Last night, wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. First touchdown of the early games, the Brownies, 9-1. to one. William Hill and Caesars added this first field goal in the early games. Patriots, 9-1. to one. Highest scoring team, Browns, 22-1. to one. Lowest scoring team, Lions, 12-1. to one. Highest scoring game, Browns, Colts, 15 to 1. All this at DK. Excellent job. Lowest scoring game, Giants and Commanders, plus 450. Most passing yards, Mahomes, 6 to 1. Receiving, Kelsey, 15 to 1. I thought he'd go for 200, which was 5 to 1. Most rushing yards, Walker, 5 to 1. Late in the late games, Foreman was your leader for most rushing yards in the day at 89. We had one running back I mean, that go was over 100 yards. That was it. Wow. Walker was the only yeah. guy to go over 100. Wild. Ravens first quarter. 8-0 ATS outscored their opponents 55-6. Patriots money line plus 330. First touchdown in the early game Saturday. UAB 15-1. North Carolina. How? Why? Please. Virginia 14-1 money line on the road as well. Mississippi State. 14 to 1? Yeah, size 14 to 1. They get 24 points. Yeah. I mean, Mississippi State plus 230. This was going on also in the early games. 7 3 final. Arkansas yeah. fires their OC after the game. I mean, what happened there? We got three games going on at the same time in the early games. It's 7 3 late. It's 10 6 Ohio State. And it's 10 0 Air Force in the fourth quarter. That's right. It's an in play dream. Boston College, 2-1. Surprise Georgia Tech. Nevada got a win, plus 330. Shut out San Diego State. Utah, plus 240. Charlotte, 2-1, beat East Carolina. LSU does it again. More on this coming up. No one takes a knee anymore. LSU, 8-0 to the over. We've done this over six years. Friday might have been the best day show in history by guests giving out winners. Adam Chernoff went 6-0. And Lou Finicaro. What a performance by Lou. Nyamov plus 260. Cash it. He was 8-1 to one by decision. He also gave out Breeden as high as plus 250. He gets there plus 220. He was 8-1 to one by knockout. 
Makayev, round three, finished seven to one. That was the one loser. Uh, but again, the guy's a $4 favorite. Lou wanted him uh, by decision. He said Makachev, the main event, does not go the distance. Well, he adds that Makachev ends it right away, beating Volkanovski. What a performance. Five to one by knockout, round one, finished six to one. He also had peak, peak by decision, seven to one. Great job, Lou. Carolina Hurricanes, six and over the over this year. You want the scores? 5-3-6-5-6-3-6-3-7-4-6-4. Wow. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. I cannot wait to watch this guy play every game. Fingers crossed. This was Friday night. Look at this picture. You see the arrow? That's Wembenyama. You see the arrow? That's Clay Thompson. He blocked that shot. Clay comes right up and shoots a three. Go, go, gadget arms. How about that six, that 90-second sequence he had? Block, lay in, dunk, block, hit a three. How about the statement you made to me on Saturday here at Circa? Oh, I'm surprised the sports books haven't offered the cash out option uh, yeah. on this already. Paulie, to me, on, shut it down. He's winning defensive player of the yes, year. Yes, he is. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't wait. This guy is going to oh, win, but yeah, L- uh, lose some. Akron Bowling Green under. 41 and a half down to 36 and a half. No shot. 41-14. USC from five up to eight. No shot. Oklahoma Central Florida over. 63 up to 68. No good. Clemson from two and a half up to six. How bad is Dabo? Well, you know, sometimes the bandwagon's full, too full. And you yeah. get, what kind of a comment is that? This guy's awful. And their offense is atrocious, which is saying something good. Crystal Ball did it again, too. Yeah. At the 40-yard line with timeouts playing for overtime. But it's, it worked It's out. a reminder that just because people have really good jobs doesn't mean they're really good coaches. No. Uh, we can tie this into college basketball. People who thought Coach K was awful for years. Roy Williams, John Calipari. Same thing in college football. Crystal Ball's terrible. Lincoln Riley is a disaster. And this guy might be the worst of the entire bunch. Right. Dabo Sweeney. Lawrence and Watson covered a lot of things up. Yep. I forgot about this, but again, we didn't know who was playing Friday morning. Brian Hoyer's lost 13 starts in a row. That's another one. Couple lose some. You know, get ready. We're eight days away from Halloween. When you're dressing up, oh, look at the dog coming in. Dressed like the spider. He scares the Rottweiler. I mean, sometimes this looks like the real thing. That's a, the puppy's got the, the costume on. And the poor Rottweiler. Rottweiler's freaked out. He doesn't know what the jumps on the couch. Like, get away from me. I got a giant spider coming after me. Oh, they did this, right? And we always, it's a great follow on Twitter. That's a fun video. House porn? I, I can't go along with this. I Oh, no. This can't be real. What is? What am I looking at here? Where I can't even describe it. Where half half the house goes this way, half the house lo- looks like you're playing like, some kind of a jenga. Uh, what, what's the game's called? Jenga. Jenga. Yeah. Perpendicular like a, uh, rectangles. Yes. I don't yes. know what the hell. That's just too much. I mean, they part, tried way too hard here. Uh, well said. That's hideous. That's a bad job all the way around. Plenty of bad for the books. Air Force Navy under 38 down to 34. And how about nine bet up to 11 and a half with the news of the quarterback? And then the Navy coach going for two. Why? Memphis, four and a half up to eight. Nebraska Northwestern under 44 down to 40. Easy. Pittsburgh Wake under 48 down to 44. Toledo, Miami of Ohio under 50 down to 46 and a half, 21-17. Mississippi State, Arkansas under 50 down to 46, 7-3 final. 
Falcons, Buccaneers under. 41 down to 37 and a half. Ice cream. Giants, Commanders under. 42 down to 37 and a half. No problem. Chiefs under. 52 down to 48. Raiders, Bears under. 46 and a half down to 38 and a half. Ridiculous sequence at the end. Pick six. They put O'Connell in. Takes him down the field in garbage time. Oh, the bad beats. Chiefs, Chargers over 48 and a half. A moose in Kansas City. How? Impossible. 24-17 at halftime. With those two quarterbacks, there were seven points scored in the second half? Yeah, both quarterbacks are moving up and down the field in the first half. And then it just completely died after that. Imagine that, Staley, with uh, some piss-poor halftime adjustments. Yep. I, no one takes a knee anymore. I can't stand this in college football. Michigan, Michigan State under. If he had 46, 47, 48, there's 10 seconds left. They run a play. They score 49 nothing. What? You don't take a knee? Why you continue to run the ball? It's really I, bad. I can't believe they did that. Harbaugh, Franklin, and Day. I can't. Miami and Clemson under. 50 down to 44 and a half. 17-14 late. Double overtime gets you. LSU Army under 60. 55 nothing. A minute left. No one takes a knee anymore. LSU, 67-yard touchdown run. Oh, they had a score again. Yep. Navy, plus 11 or plus 10 and a half. The touchdown, nope, go for two. Lose by 11. Bears Raiders under. Whether it was 37 all the way up to 42. 21-6 with six minutes left. Somehow that gets there. Lions Ravens over 44. It's 28 rip with seven minutes left in the second quarter. And it's the Lions who've been great offensively the whole year. Chelsea plus 220. They led 2-0 late. They allowed goals in the 77th and 84th minute to Arsenal. Nottingham Forest led 2-0 at home against Luton Town. Gave up goals in the 83rd and 92nd minute. No one's safe. Don't forget DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 and pocket 200 bonus bets instantly. All customers get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app. Use promo code FOLLOW when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook crowns yours. All right, there you go. Great job, guys. Love coming in on Monday, and there's so much to recap. And it was a wild, wild weekend. So we were at uh, Stadium Swim at Circa here all day on Saturday. We had some uh, doctor friends in town, and they're very loyal VEASAN viewers and listeners, basically from day number one. Uh, Nish, Schwartzy, Goldberg, the U2 drummer lookalike. So one of the guys who came out here, how do you like this? This is unbelievable. It is. His girlfriend told him and the friends before they came out here, he's allowed to do whatever he wants and you can use your imagination. He's coming to Las Vegas. It doesn't matter. He's got a free pass. However, guys, I need help. Make sure he doesn't eat too much. She's running down the list of, you know, you you can meet a girl you can get after it and do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, You yeah. know, but please watch the diet. Yes. So Andrew's yes. text. So Andrew texts her. You won't believe this guy. He's eating double. He's going through double cheeseburgers. No problem. He's got another I mean, plate. She's panicking. He's throwing down the more food. steak at Bazaar. Like nobody's business. Right. That's, I'm, in, I'm embarrassed. That's the one thing she asked the friends to do. Uh, whatever it is, make sure you watch what he eats. <laughs> Any uh, vice you could possibly have oh, or trouble. Like, running down the list. Yeah, you want to go to a gentleman's club. You want to find trouble. You want to do, drink anything. You Yeah, but please, yeah, yeah. watch the food. Uh-huh. Whatever you do. Oh, 
I never heard that. I know this first time. First time. Uh, Michael Lombardi is going to join the program coming up next. The NFL trade deadline is next Tuesday. How active are teams going to be? We'll ask him next here on Follow the Money. It's Visa the Sports Betting Network. NBA starts tomorrow. We're getting close to college basketball. Soccer's been great as well. No better time of the year to be a sports better. Sign up now. Get a full VEASAN Pro Access. Everything we do through May 1st for $120. Daily best bets. Betting splits. Go to the NFL Draft. NBA, NHL regular seasons. Incredible offer for a limited time. Everything we do through May 1st for $120. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Michael Lombardi joins the program now, longtime NFL executive, uh, VEASAN host here. His show, Lombardi Line, comes up at 1 Eastern, 10 Pacific, Monday through Friday. There's going to be a new podcast today called GM Shuffle, and his new book is called Football Done Right, available now. Go get the book. Michael, good morning. How are you today? I am good. I am doing good. I can't believe we're entering week eight already. I know. It's going too fast. It, it is fun, but it was an enjoyable. It's a fun, uh, it, it's a fun season, I can tell you that. Yep. So next Tuesday, Halloween is the deadline already. So we rarely have uh, deadlines in the NFL that are super active. Do you think that might change this year? Could some of these teams be pretty active uh, by the deadline? Well, I think you got to evaluate each situation, right? And so if you've got pending free agents that you feel like you can get a value today better than the value of the compensatory pick. You should take it, right? So I think that's got to be something really important. And you've got to really ask yourself, where are we going as a franchise? And what are we going to try to accomplish? You know, if you're Carolina, you know, you, you didn't throw Brian Burns into the deal to, to Chicago, which would have which would have reduced some of the draft pick costs. And now, are you going to sign them to a contract? Are you going to extend them? What, what's the plan? I think everything related to this trade deadline is tied to contracts. Chase Young, what do they do? Sweat, what do they do? And all the teams in the NFL that are looking to do something are trying to get it on the cheap. I mean, this is truly one section of the league wants to shop at Saks and get that reward. Meanwhile, most of the teams that are contenders want to pretend they're at Feline's basement. They want discounts. So it's always difficult to find the two things that meet. Potential for a fire sale in Minnesota and Tennessee? Well, I don't know about Tennessee. I mean, this will be interesting. I mean, I don't think Tannehill can play this week. The line's already moved. Mm -hmm. Atlanta was the one-point dog. Now they're a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I mean, if they go with Malik Willis, this line will go to three pretty quickly. I agree. You know, and so, like, where are we going? I mean, I don't know where they are with Levis, right? Would they sell? Like, who can they sell? They're not selling Jeffrey Simmons. Like, who can they sell that, that, that brings back value if you're Tennessee? Minnesota... You know, Cousins has the no trade clause. He's not what people don't realize about Cousins. Cousins, if he gets traded to, let's pick a team, Cleveland, let's say uh, Baltimore, uh, excuse me, uh, let's say Chicago, right? He's not going to move his family, put his kids in different school without a guarantee of a next year's contract, without knowing that he's going to be at that place for the next four years. So, and I don't think anybody's willing to make that commitment. So, yeah, do I think Danielle Hunter could get traded? Sure, mm-hmm. but depends on the value. They're probably going to want a high draft pick. 
the teams that are shopping are going to want to pay a discount. Yeah, that's exactly the guy I was going to ask you about next. And it's like, does the price go up for a guy like Daniel Hunter playing on Monday Night Football tonight if he absolutely goes off? He's having a great year and he looks spectacular tonight. Yeah, well, I mean, look, he, I don't whether he plays good tonight or not, he's a good player. You're sure. And he has tremendous value, you know, and somebody's going to want to add to that value. There's no question. It's what are they willing to take and what are you willing to pay? You know, I think that's ultimately. And then what does the message send to your team when you trade him out the door, when they know he's your best player? You know, who are you going to put in there to play for him? Pat Jones? I mean, Roquan Roy? I mean, like, who's going in there? Like, it's you, you basically deflate your team if you do. Now, if Minnesota wins tonight, which is unlikely, but perhaps they do, you know, there is some renewed hope. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if there's one dominant team that you could just rule yourself out of in the NFC North. I think Detroit's the best team by far. But I think ultimately, you know, Minnesota probably can convince themselves they have a hell of a chance to beat anybody. How concerned are you by what you watched and what you've seen the last three games in Buffalo? You have to be. Look, it's not a secret, and I've said this many times. I mean, without Matt Milano, without Daquan Jones, they're two best players. It's hard for them on defense. They're not the same team. If you just look at the breakdown when they don't have Milano in the game, they're a completely different team completely different defense. And when they start slow, they can't play from in front. So when they have to play catch up, it exposes their defense. See, sometimes we don't, we evaluate football teams and we don't really understand the strengths and weaknesses as it relates to the game. Miami offensive line gets hidden by the scheme, but when they play a good defense up front, that the offensive line is really is what it is bad. Buffalo has mm-hmm. to play from in front because if they don't play from in front, they can't utilize their, their, their rushers. And so it becomes a different game. They're a small defense that doesn't cover man to man very well. Teams are taking advantage of their nickelback Tyron Johnson tremendously beating him constantly. So now, but when they're up by two touchdowns, in a game early in the game, they can pressure. Leonard Floyd's a better player. Bob Miller's active. All those things. See, a lot of this is cause and effect. And we just don't label a team bad in some areas or label them great in other areas when really the scheme protects a lot of it and the scoreboard does too. Yeah, here's the bad thing, by the way, on top of everything you just said about the Bills. They don't have their buy until week 13. And this is a team that could absolutely be on their hands and knees begging for a bye week right now. And they still, I mean, the Buccaneers on Thursday, Bengals, Broncos, Jets, Eagles before the bye. Yeah. I mean, look, every game is going to be hard, but Josh Allen is still sensational. I mean, when you watch that game yesterday, I think the Patriots could have sacked them eight times uh-huh. and he got out of it eight times. But the problem is they have not been very good on third down. They're 24th in the National Football League on third down, and they haven't been able to get control of games with their offense early. It started over in Europe when they lost to Jacksonville. I mean, they played from behind in that game. The Giants, they were able to just muster that one up. I mean, look, the Patriots have always had trouble with Buffalo. They've always had trouble. They've had trouble tackling Josh Allen. And yesterday they did, but they got the lead on him, and then the defense couldn't hold him. I mean, the defense had a chance. That's the first time Mac Jones has come back mm-hmm. in a game to beat a team as a dog. That's pretty remarkable that they couldn't stop it. What do you think of the NFC South? And, and if, if you're buying Atlanta and you watch that mess Thursday with the Saints and Carr yelling at everybody and the offense continues to struggle, <laughs> what do you think of that, that whole division here and, and Atlanta getting the big road win? 
Well, I, I don't understand how the, the Saints bought into Carr. I mean, they shut him out last year when the Raiders went down there to play. Right. They dominated him. And, you know, and, and for all the theatrics and pointing the blame at everybody else, I mean, Carr has always been, as, the, as one of the Jaguars players said, he's going to throw checkdowns. That's what he does. He throws, I mean, he loves a good checkdown. So you can't count them. Their defense is really good. But if he's going to continue to throw checkdowns or, you know, manipulate his stats like he often does, you know, I've got great stats. No, not really. You haven't mm-hmm. won the game. I, I, I think that's the problem. To me, Atlanta, Atlanta won yesterday, and it shouldn't have been a close game. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ritter fumbles three times. He's fumbled four times inside the 12 in the last three weeks. He's playing better. Nobody wants to give him credit for playing better. He's throwing the ball really well. That two-minute drive down the field, he throws a great ball to Pitts. Pitts gets him in the scoring range. But to me, they've got to stop turning the ball over. Atlanta is the best team right now in the South, in the in the South NFC South, except they turn it over. You can't count Carolina as a potential team there. And Tampa, offensively, I mean, they can't run the football. And Baker just starts to melt down whenever he does. Yep. I said a little earlier, you know, you can find out how good a coach truly is when you strip away a Hall of Fame quarterback. We're starting to see this now with Matt LaFleur and Green Bay. They can't score in the first half. They can't do anything moving the football. He's an offensive guy. Where are you at with mm-hmm. this guy as a head coach? Well, I, I, they play from behind and it's hard. And I've said it all along. I mean, you know, he's won in two years in a row. He won 13 games and a lot of it was the quarterback. I mean, their defense, when they need plays from their defense, they don't make it. And I think ultimately, look, they're fortunate they got that call in the end zone. I thought it was an interception. They didn't overturn it. They said that had they ruled an interception on the field, they would have kept it. But I keep waiting for Green Bay to play better offensively, and it hasn't happened yet. They got a lot of young players, but they haven't been able to put it together in terms of the scheme, in terms of the execution, and love's too inconsistent. Lombardi line comes up today at one o'clock Eastern, 10 o'clock Pacific. There's going to be a new podcast later on this morning called GM shuffle. And Michael's new book is available as well called football done. Right. Thank you, sir. Enjoy the game tonight. Thank you, sir. There you go. Michael Lombardi with us here today, as he is well, every single Monday at this time. Certainly Ritter's a, a polarizing quarterback. I, I tweet him. I'm done with the guy. I mean, I'm going to sit him down and they've they got to stop with these silly turnovers and, I'll tell you, Maybe, what, you know, smart could be part of the problem, though. And I mean, I just I was so ticked off that with the game on the line, third and five, you get a first down, you win the game. He runs the ball. But that goes back to art, though, too. being oh. conservative. Go ahead. This ties into how wrong I was on Green Bay. Desmond Ritter's better than Jordan Love. Oh, yeah. He just yeah. is. Very disappointing. Updated win total yeah. for the Falcons, nine and a half based on yeah. the schedule that they play. Oh, it's so easy. Wow. Whatever you think it could be, multiple. It's so easy when you look at it. It is. There's so many winnable games. Could they win a playoff game? Sure, they could. Be at home. Yeah, because look at the the Buccaneers are a playoff team right now in the wild card spot. In pocket plays coming up next here on VSIN. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope. 5 to 1. Nope. 10 to 1. Well, right. It continued. Nothing but winners from Lou. Finnecaro Friday. Adam Chernoff and yours truly. Love the Ravens. Took out the Lions. No problem. It was a burial. 28 nothing in the second quarter. Friday, Astros get there. Again, the road team has won every game in this series. Astros, 27 Yankees on the road. PU, what nope. stinks? Houston at home, game seven. I don't I don't want the game at home. I can't believe I'm saying this. How bad they've been all year at home. Six games under now. Atlanta, Tampa, under. Ice cream. Never a sweat. Under 40, no problem. Buckeyes. No problem against James Franklin. Had to do it. Double hazmat play. I mean, you this this Franklin character can't win a big game to save his life. What are you going to do yeah. when the Wolverines open up? Oh, I know what I'm going to do. Two and a half point favorites okay. at Penn State. Unleash hell. They will not move the ball against them. 
Michigan's got a better defense than Ohio State. Well, we think. He can't move the ball against them. He can't. Uh, then Ohio State, I don't know about that. Then Penn State, I thought you were going to say. What? Michigan's defense. They have played absolutely well, nobody that's fair. so I know. far. Both things are true. The McCarthy thing's outrageous. That's what's outrageous. He's the favorite to win the Heisman, playing high school teams. The one thing that got me, the Bills got me on the teaser. Roll Tide, Seahawks, Bills lose. Didn't see that coming. Good job, Belichick and the Patriots. Soccer's been unreal. The lower leagues. And there's a full card tomorrow and Wednesday. I'll give out some plays tomorrow. Stockport, $1.80 winner. They haven't lost since August, uh, late August. They're in first place. Cheltenham. Now, how about this? Cheltenham won a game. Under two and a half, though, ice cream. Cheltenham Town scored five minutes in, and that was it. Wow. Yeah. They, can't, they scored, and they won. I don't know what's more staggering. Scored two goals the whole season. And this is the gift that keeps on giving. Sheffield Wednesday, Watford under. Championship League. The league under the Premier League. one nothing final. Sheffield Wednesday, two goals last ten games. We're right back at it Wednesday. Sheffield Wednesday plays Wednesday. Yeah. I think this is absolutely outrageous. I cannot believe this point spread. What did I say to you? Can I can I get eight in this game? And you said, I think it's four. I go, what? It's a night game in Madison. I have a letdown spot with Ohio State. Oh, by the way, McCord is average at best. And I kind of like old old school Wisconsin now with Mordecai out running the ball and pounding Allen. Luke Fickle, give me 14 and a half in prime time Saturday. Going against the Buckeyes. I, I, I don't think you know what you're getting into here. I'm going to be in that game. I'm loving it. I'm going to be in that you, game. You better hope it's 3-0 at halftime to be in the game. Don't give me the lead. Don't let Allen house one early. I don't know. Does Wisconsin score in the game? I don't know. Oh, come on. Come on. They were so fortunate to beat Illinois. Yeah, but the used car salesman wasn't bad in the fourth quarter. Maybe I found something there. Oh, okay. Against Illinois, now you want to compare yeah. it to this defense, Maybe I too. found something. It's too many points, Mitch. It's a letdown spot. I will say this. They rarely play night games. Yeah. Camp Randall. Always playing those day games. Oh, you think they'll be tanked up? They'll be drinking I, at I, 7 a.m. Do the people drink in that state? <laughs> All right, uh, recapping the weekend that was here, uh, teaser was a winner, Atlanta uh, and Seattle. That was good. Buffalo, I did add Buffalo on other te- teasers too that were no good, but that one got there. I tell you what, um, you can only play who's in front of you, right? Seattle should be 5-1. and one. True. I, I think Seattle, if no that doubt. team had a quarterback, yeah. could win the whole thing. Well, he can figure it out, though. I mean, he's got. you'd think he'd get better. Where's the Geno? How about if I had the Geno from last year? But the signs were there. He struggled la- at the end at of the last end. year. Remember, they, they had to go to overtime to beat the Rams in a winning end game. Right. He so two picks in that game. Again, we're, we're betting numbers here a lot of the times, right, more than anything else. Raheem Mostert on Friday was fascinating. As we're looking around, he was as high as plus 110 to score a touchdown. I grabbed plus 102. He was minus 225, Paul, at other spots. That you think there's a difference there? I never would have considered playing buck 50, 225, play the plus 102, had to do it. Not a lot of great opportunities for him last night, but Tua did throw it to him at the goal line, and because they the receivers kind of got mixed up there and they were running the same pattern, it was picked off. Otherwise, I think he was going to catch that for a touchdown. Regardless, it's a loser, but uh, the Eagles were my favorite play of the weekend in the NFL last night All right, at two and a half, and uh, that got there against the Dolphins. Second good team Miami's played this year. 
It hasn't gone well. They've lost 48-20. Nope. And now last night, 31-17. And that will come back to haunt maybe Tua for MVP. Got to beat, got to beat okay. a good team here eventually. Touche. Moving forward, Kansas plus 10 this week against Oklahoma. And I can't wait to see what that number is going to be. Well, I really wish mm, it's probably going to be gone. But Oklahoma at Oklahoma State the following week, as I said last week on the air, I if they make that north of a touchdown, all hell is going to break loose on Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State's playing good football right now, by the way. Oklahoma survived yeah. uh, over the weekend, and I got to do this as well. Alvarez over one and a half total bases. Scherzer to. went at him in game three. Have to. I think they're going to do it. He's plus 115, this Have guy. Have to. All right, it starts tomorrow. Can't wait. Plenty of NBA guests. Good doubleheader. The champs at home against the Lakers. Holiday to the Celtics. Dame to the Bucks. Steven Adams out for the year. How about that news yesterday? Take the Memphis Grizzlies under. Ooh, what a blow. And John Morant's out 25 games. Get our betting guide. Von Tobel did a great job. Subscribe for as low as $19. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Team previews, live betting strategies, futures, and year-long player props. And I am all in. All in on Wembenyama. Oh, I can't like wait to watch so? this kid play. How so? Like well, I win like 15000 if he wins Defensive Player of the Year. But I, I'm talking about as a fan. Oh, as a fan. And, and, like and, and watching future, the package and getting... Few, yeah, future tickets and what this is going to look like and, and just how fascinating it was to just watch the Golden State game in the 90-second sequence. I mean, it's just the, the picture we showed her 10 minutes ago about Clay, Clay Thompson wide open for a three. I'm by the basket. He just comes out and, you know. You know, here's the thing. You actually don't even need to get the package. They're on uh, national TV 19 times this well, year. Well, they should be. Of course. They should be, yeah. Right. Yeah. It'll be good. Is he going to play like 65 games to be in the a, mix? That's the big one. I don't know. I, I got to see what, like, David Thorpe says about that and how he would handle it, what Pop's going to do. And uh, Are the Bucks better than the Celtics? Yes. Yes, they, they are. are. Yeah. We're sure about this. Yeah. Yes. They're better. We have quite, we, well, I guess we have coaching questions about both teams. I mean, uh, did you see Stotts quit? Resigned? That's yep. bizarre. Yep. He was the assistant under yep. Griffin. But then, I, you know, I, by the way, I, I'm, I'm, concerned about, sorry, I'm concerned about chemistry, injuries, and coaching with the Celtics. I wish our conversation that was off the air with Michael Lombardi could have been on the air. Because you were asking about, about James Harden. Yeah, what, just, is Woj, he going to be with the team? Yeah, Woj just tweeted, uh, he's not nowhere to be found. No show again. So. Oh, what Lombardi was saying, we just saw. He's like, does it matter? Who cares? I'm with him, and I, I, he's my. I can't stand James Harden. I've said it. We'll see if the Clippers I, I don't want to get him. Beat a dead horse. I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen there if he, what the Clippers can do here, but see if that trade gets done. Well, today, tomorrow, this whole week, again, the sports equinox is coming up here. Oh, this is why. Where we're going to have all these sports playing on the same exact day. And by the way, there's a big college game tomorrow. Don't scoff. Liberty plays Western Kentucky. Huge for the conference. So all this Absolutely. happening this week. October's amazing, man. It's just you can't beat it. Yeah. So uh, Monday Night Football tonight. Josh Applebaum was on earlier. He said he likes the Vikings plus a seven. Now, this is like it's not universal here. It's it's different at different books this morning. San Francisco was either six and a half or seven in this game tonight. There's no Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I reached out to our buddy Paul Charchian. Uh, asking his thoughts on George Kittle tonight. Thank you. And he said, obviously, it's been boomer bust for Kittle so far this year. He's had two huge games and four absolute duds. Um, and he did point out that the Vikings defense 
is above average against tight ends, allowing the fifth fewest yards to tight ends. And so far, they've played Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard. They're allowing only 5.9 yards per catch to tight ends on the season. So they've taken away big plays to that position. With no Debo, we'll find out how that plays out here. And uh, I, McCaffrey's supposed to be good to go. How are they going to move the ball? How? Against this defense? They couldn't move the ball against the Bears. With, with no I, I, Jefferson, it's, it's going to be. They're really I up know, against it. I know. They have the, the, the Niners have the playmakers and the skilled guys on that side of the ball to match up well with everybody else. And, you know, don't get crazy. Don't, you don't have to outthink yourself. It's Kirk Cousins in prime time. We know how that looks and how that is gone for his whole career. Maybe the U-Hauls are backed up, too. I think a lot of guys can oh. be dealt from this. I think the Hunter thing will happen, by the way. I think they will. Oh. He will be. He will go. I'll point this out again. Nobody wants to lay. Well, most people don't want to lay like minus 550 to win a division. If you want to parlay the lines or the other, other teams, I don't care that they got blasted by 100 points yesterday. Oh, yeah. Nobody in this division is going to touch Detroit this year. No. Unless they have 100 injuries. And Kansas City in the West. They're, they are running away with that division still. Yeah. yeah. If you miss any of the show, you can search Follow the Money wherever you get your podcast. Best of luck tonight. We'll see you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.